0: The latest 22nd season of Lake Regale began a few weeks ago on TG Cahard. The definitive GAA sports series has proven to be a huge success, bringing each player's personal story to the screen. And there's plenty of Clare interest in tonight's episode, which will feature the former all-star Clare Hurler and current coach of the Kerry senior footballers, Tony Griffin. And Tony's also a previous guest of ours for In Profile. And I'm delighted to say that we are joined now by Tony Griffin. Tony, how are you? Good to speak to you again. Hi there. Good to be on. Thank you. So how does it feel to be the latest subject of Lake Regale? There's a, an impressive uh, roll call of people who've previously been on it and who are due to be on it this season, Tony. Is it nice to be have your story told on screen?
1: It is, it is. like um, It's not something you ever set out to kind of do as such, but when they asked, uh, first thing I said was, I, hadn't, I didn't win the On Ireland, I, we lost one, so why me? But um, when they explained to me that it was more about what happened, so your life story, and more generally, and and they also said it'd be a great thing for your kids to have you know I said you know what let's do this and it was a brilliant experience
0: and yeah do you think your story maybe stood out a bit from uh, other uh, hurlers or footballers the things you did in your career. You know, you've spoke about it with us on, In Profile. Uh, uh, the, the You took a, a, a professional approach to it at a time when maybe others weren't as professional, Leave, leaving the game at your peak to, to travel across Canada and raise money for cancer care and to honour your late, late father and fa- founding SOAR and, the, you know, writing books and so much. There's a, lot, there's a lot of strings to your bow. Yeah,
1: it's funny, like, you know... <clears throat> each of us only have as as best as we know this one life to live and my my great love affair was hurling that's what i love most i just wanted to try and see how much i could get out myself that's probably just in my nature see how what how can i be or, or do the best i can do i suppose and um that always drove me to try and find new ways to, to, to perform, because a lot of the guys were just better than me. They had more ability, they were stronger, they were faster. So I had to adapt, and um, as Bruce Lee said, I had to become like water. I had to learn how to, to adapt and flow in my own way. And um, But then I was also very curious about the science of the sport, so hence going to university in Canada. And there was a, a very good friend, a clear resident for 10 years, Travis McDonough, a Canadian, who you know, encouraged me to kind of spread my wings a bit. Um, and so I did and went to Canada. And I'd never really set out to, to live an extraordinary life. In a lot of ways, my life is very ordinary. Like I was just boiling eggs for a three- and eight-year-old and and stopping them fighting with each other. You know, it's very <laughs> ordinary in a lot of ways. But it's also, um, I've always probably followed my, my gut on things and that, that has brought me into, it hasn't been a conventional route. And at times that's been difficult to be honest because you know um you are you're not doing what everyone else is doing and sometimes that can feel a little bit isolated but I'm well used to it now and I'm well used to doing it my own way and and that's that's the only way I know
0: in the episode tonight uh, at one point you, you you say the fairy tale would be one more year where you do win an All-Ireland. And when you retired, you retired at just 28 in 2009. Yeah. And when Clare won it in 2013, you would have been just 32, you know, plenty of 32-year-old hurlers in the inter-county yeah. game. Is, that, is it a big regret of yours, or is it more the Roy Keane thing of, well, if I could have played in the World Cup in 2002, I would have, but it, uh, it's not something that keeps me awake at night?
1: It probably doesn't keep me awake at night, but there, pr- you do look back and making the program it's an interesting process because firstly and just to give credit to the people that made it like um nematon are an incredible like they've just such skill in what they're doing and what i love about how they do it is um, and morrell who was the producer they do it so tastefully they're not looking for um they're not looking to create drama or or shock they're just trying to tell your story as best they can and i think that's why it's endured for 22 years plus um, but to answer your question, looking back through it, you know, I, my brother had saved clippings uh, from over the years I'd never seen. Probably I never, and it there's a lesson for me in this now and for everyone listening is I probably didn't let myself be enjoyed enough. Like I remember coming across a book by this lady. She was a hospice um, worker and she stayed up. She did the night shift. So she ended up talking to a lot of people that were dying and she wrote a book based on her conversations. Cause called the five regrets of the dying Um, and they were very universal regrets whether the person was wealthy or they were you know they were they were growing grew up in poverty regardless of how their life had shaped there was five universal themes and one of them was I wish I'd let myself be happier you know that was a regret of Mm. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people and I think I wish I'd let myself enjoy it more but when you're in it and you're trying to you know overcome injury keep your place, play well. It's hard to also have the perspective in your 20s to stand back and say, wow, this is amazing. I wanted this all since I was 13 or younger and here it is. Um, and in my work with Terry, that's why I try and encourage parents to just stand back and say, wow, you've made it. You're here. Um, so it's not exactly a regret that keeps me up at night, but you do look back and say, ah, oh, that would have been lovely. That would have been really um, the cherry on top. But but there's more to it than that as well. Mm.
0: And look, at least as, as part of the Kerry the, the Backroom team, you did get to walk the steps of Croke Park and lift yeah. the All-Ireland, it, albeit Sam, way. not Leam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But what a joyous experience yeah. because I'm a big believer things happen at the right time. It's not like destiny's just going to arrive at your doorstep. You have to swim out or row out to meet it very often. But, you know, getting to lift Sam McGuire... And more so the group of players that I got to know and what it meant to them, but then Jerome our son getting to be in my arms, that was, their, those kind of things are, they're, they're, they're special moments and not many people get to live them, that's the thing, so I'm fortunate
0: Am I right in saying this is your your last year with the Kingdom, are you, you working on a book or what, what can we expect next from you Tony?
1: Uh, the the big challenge for me is we live on the Wicklow border. We're just in a place called Ballymore, Eustace. So for me to get to train in Clarny, it's a four and a half hour one way. So it's um, the thin, you know, when, yeah. when you factor in the stop for at the, the petrol stations along the way for the coffee or to read the papers, you know. <laughs> but um, so I, I just, look, at the end of the year, I could be eating, eating those words, but I, it'll be my third year. Last year, we moved down as a family to West Kerry, so we are closer. This year, I'm back on the commute once a week starting soon. So it's hard to maintain that. Also, the players need a fresh, a fresh, I'm very conscious to leave the party at the right time. Um, so what would that mean? I don't know. I don't know how far they get. Um, who knows? But I'll stay around for as long as, as I'm needed this season.
0: OK, well, we'll watch with interest uh, what you do next, but I know there'll be a lot of clear eyeballs on TG Car tonight. Uh, 9 9.30pm, latest episode of Le Cargale, uh, with Tony Griffin. Tony, yours is always a fascinating story. Thank you so much for joining us
1: and if I can you know there's a lot of people um, we had a, a launch in Ballet last Friday evening and a huge crowd came out but there's a lot of people listening to this whether coaches or people who had a kind word or good supporters teammates that really I'm so so fortunate and, and many many people listening to this have been very very good to me you know my own family and others and, and Claire FM you were always supportive of everything I did whether it was a cycle whether it was um, you know starting sore and trying to impact young people and without people like yourselves, there would there wouldn't be a
0: story. Uh, we are great, Tony, and thank you for recognising that. Appreciate <laughs> <Freezy> it. <laughs> uh, always a pleasure, Tony, and uh, looking forward to the episode tonight. We'll chat to you again. The great Tony Griffin, there, former all star hurler with this county, and as he mentioned, current Kerry uh, football coach.